Hello and welcome to Queer as Fact, the podcast bringing you queer history from around the world and throughout time. I'm Alice. I'm Eli. Today we'll be talking to you about whether or not Queen Victoria believed in lesbians. The only content warning for this episode is that we're going to be talking about period-typical homophobia, but otherwise our mini-episodes are probably going to be a lot lighter on content warnings than our long episodes, which can be pretty heavy. So there are two halves to this story about Queen Victoria. Mm -hmm. The first half, which I'm going to talk about first, is that Queen Victoria refused to sign a bill making lesbianism illegal in Britain, saying either women do not do such things or I've never heard of such a thing. Okay, so you're saying that phrased as a fact. I'm assuming this is what people say happens. Yes. Yeah. You just very much sounded like you had quotes from her, though. Is that meant to be people direct quoting her? Whether or not it's made up, you can tell me in a minute. Yeah, that's meant to be people direct quoting her. And she is okay. directly quoted saying these two phrases in a wide variety of sources. I see. So, like, professional academic sources or just people on the internet? I've seen it in academic sources, but only as a kind of side note, like Uh never in an actual academic text that's Uh talking about Queen Victoria and lesbians, just as a kind of side note being like, by the way, Queen Victoria said this in Uh an academic thing on another topic. I mean, I doubt there's really much that is focused specifically on Queen Victoria and lesbians, or even on Queen Victoria and like homosexuality. Yeah, no, that's not. (laughs) I was researching this. Ah, fun time. People just don't talk about lesbians. No, they don't. Yeah, which is both like the source of this myth and (laughs) a current problem we continue to experience. So the other potential story here is that none of Queen Victoria's ministers were game to explain to her what a lesbian was, so nobody would bring this law before her to be signed. The law that both these stories are told about is the Criminal Law Amendment Act, passed in August 1885. This has got more boring rapidly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a fun time researching this. Okay. I would like to say thank you to our friend Alex, who studies law, for helping me understand the law. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, if you're listening, Alex. So in Britain, there are two houses of parliament. Mm-hmm. I assume you know this. I do. But some of our listeners may not. Okay. So there's the House of Lords and the House of Commons. And before becoming a law... A bill has to be passed by the House of Lords and the House of Commons. And then it has to be approved by the monarch. So Queen Victoria in this case. Is that still the case today? Oh, it is, isn't it? But, like, technically... Yeah. It's the thing where Queen Elizabeth technically has a lot of power, but she'll never exercise it because then we'd immediately get rid of the monarchy. Yeah, so (laughs) Queen Elizabeth still today can technically refuse to sign a law. There are a few paths that can be taken to get a law passed anyway. Oh, okay. But that's never had to happen. Yeah. But yeah, she could just not sign a law if she wanted to. This Criminal Law Amendment Act was generally about protecting women and children from sex work. So from being, like, trapped into sex work, I assume. Yeah, mostly. Okay. I did not read the whole law. That's fair. This is generally about that. (laughs) My point is it's not about homosexuality. Okay. (laughs) But, so it's already passed the House of Lords. And then the House of Commons, Henry Lubbershire, I think that's how you say his name. Oh, I know this guy. Okay, is that how you say his name? I don't know. I read books about gay stuff, Alice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he proposed an amendment to this law, which read in a slightly abridged form, so I'm not going to make you listen to a lot of legalese. Yeah, we try to keep these short. (laughs) Any male person who commits any act of gross indecency with another male person shall be guilty of a misdemeanor and shall be liable to be imprisoned. 
Okay, so it wasn't gay, and then this guy comes along and is like, but, like, what if it was? Yeah. Okay. For, like, no good reason. Like, it's not relevant. So what's happening here is that previously only sodomy, so specifically anal sex, was illegal between men in terms of homosexuality, and you had to prove that they had had anal sex, which Mm -hmm. is quite hard to prove. Mm -hmm. This law extended that to a vague Uh catch-all phrase of gross indecency. Yeah. And it became much easier to convict men for homosexuality. So this is the law that Oscar Wilde was convicted under. If lesbianism had been in this law, and uh-huh. this is the law that people tell this story about, it probably would have been something that was added in Lovishare's amendment, because there was nothing about homosexuality in any form in the law, except for that bit that he added. As you hinted at earlier, a major problem with this is that as today, in the 1880s, while Queen Victoria technically had power of veto over laws, she'd never exercised it. Never. No, nobody had exercised it for over two centuries oh, since okay. Queen Anne. What did she veto? Queen Anne. Yeah. She. Uh, it's called, like, the Scottish Militia Bill or something. Okay. And she vetoed it on advice from her ministers. So okay. even then, it wasn't uh-huh. her turning around yeah. and being like, I won't pass this law. They passed a law and then they were like, oh, no, circumstances have changed. We don't want this law anymore. Can you just veto that? And she vetoed that. That's quite funny. So, yeah, it hadn't been exercised against Parliament's wishes uh-huh. for even longer back. Do you know when it last was? No. Okay, that's why. <laughs> Secondly, even if Queen Victoria had chosen to use her power of veto, she didn't have the power to pick individual clauses of a law that she oh, liked okay. and disliked. She had to either just say yes to the law or no to the law. Okay. So there's no possibility of her seeing a clause on lesbianism and being like, oh no, women don't do that. We're crossing that out, but mm-hmm. we're keeping the rest. So is that what's generally said? It's just sort of vaguely said she refused to pass the law about lesbians okay. and that this was where the law was. And I guess even if she was like, that's not a thing, that's not really why you'd refuse an entire law, is it? Yeah. You wouldn't refuse an entire law that was mostly about protecting sex workers or women from sex work for that one clause. The second possibility, the second version of this story that exists is that Queen Victoria was never presented with a law about lesbianism because her ministers weren't game to tell her what lesbians were or what lesbians did. Mm Mm-hmm. So, luckily for us, as historians, everything that is said in British Parliament is recorded in Hansard. And we can very easily get that on the internet and read exactly what the ministers discussed before they presented this law to Queen Victoria. That's very refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's really good. It's just right there on the internet. And basically, to put it bluntly, they did not talk about lesbians at all when they brought this law in. So this is very, we're done. We can go home. We can go home. We're done. That's it. It didn't happen. Um, Yeah. So there's very little discussion about Lovishare's amendment and no changes made to it. The only thing they do basically say is, why is this relevant? Uh-huh. Because it's not relevant. And he's like, but don't you, like, hate gays? And they're like, good point. And they pass it, or... Yeah. Basically? <laughs> I can't remember what he responds okay. to that, but, okay. like, yeah. They're like, why is this relevant? And then they pass it. Okay. I assume it was nearly lunchtime, and they're like, all right, whatever, go. Uh, no, it was very early in the morning. They, would like, right. discussed through the night. It was very early oh. in the morning. And he was like, this amendment. And people were like, huh, why? Whatever. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that right. was how that happened. Basically, the answer to this is it didn't happen. All right. But there's a couple of reasons why we might have believed this happened and Mm -hmm. things that fed into this myth. In the papers presented to Parliament with the law and the proposed amendments, Lovachere's name was accidentally linked with another amendment following the one he put forward about male homosexuality. And that was a clause about protecting underage girls from seduction which their parents had consented to. Okay. So if you look at Hansard, it says, Mr. Lovachere said he did not know how the next clause put down in his name had got upon the paper. 
So it's possible that this being in the record saying Labuschagne didn't know how this clause, which we know related to women, had got on the paper and he didn't want to put his name to it, uh-huh. has become linked to this idea that this clause was okay. about women and then yeah. they kind of didn't want to talk about it and they okay. all backed away from it. That so, makes sense. Yeah, we can kind of see how we got there. So how did this get here? In 1921... So Victoria's been dead for 20 years. Victoria's uh-huh. out of the picture in 1921. The possibility of banning lesbianism was raised in Parliament. And the law was passed by the House of Commons. Mm-hmm. But then it was rejected by the House of Lords. Because as one Lord Desart said, you are going to tell the whole world that there is such an offence to bring it to the notice of women who have never heard of it, never thought of it, never dreamed of it. I think that is a very great mischief. And the rest of the House of Lords basically agreed with him there. Mm-hmm that it was just better to not let women know that lesbianism existed and so they weren't going to ban it. And thousands of housewives who were having sex with their friends were like, got out of that one, Jen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I wonder not when they chose to scrap the law because they wanted to protect women's delicate sensibilities and not mm-hmm. talk to them about the possibility of having sex with other women or because they were worried it would encourage them to have sex with other women. I mean, it sounds like sort of both, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. The fact that he uses the word mischief makes me feel like he's talking about not encouraging lesbians. Yeah. Men's complete ridiculous lack of understanding about female sexuality <laughs> is awful, but it's been a wonderful boon to queer women over the years in some ways. Yeah, it has. I think we talk a lot about how we have a lot of happy lesbian episodes and not yeah. as many happy gay men episodes, and it's because men just kind of let it go because they don't really know what's happening. Yeah. 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 So in that conversation where they talked about lesbianism and they're like, no, 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 we can't tell anyone this exists, probably fed into the Queen Victoria myth as well. The first modern record I could find connecting Queen Victoria with the idea that Parliament refused to pass a law banning lesbianism is in 1977. Uh Um, At an International Women's Day march in Wellington in New Zealand, a lesbian visibility protest group draped a statue of Queen Victoria with a banner reading lesbians are everywhere. Okay. And when they were asked why they'd chosen that statue, they said it was because Queen Victoria hadn't believed that lesbians existed. And so they seem to be where this story started gaining big public notice. But yeah, by the time it was the 100th anniversary of Queen Victoria's death, this was being published in the Times and Mm. stuff like that Mm. as a true story that Queen Victoria had not passed this law. Fake stuff about history gets published in reputable newspapers so often. Yeah, it does. It makes me angry. Probably what's happened here is that over the years, people have taken the story from 1921 and possibly that misreading of what Labouchere said in Hansard to create a story that feeds into our popular ideas of Queen Victoria and Victorians generally being very sexually conservative and not willing to talk about or think about sex in any way. But in conclusion, I can't tell you for sure whether or not Queen Victoria believed in lesbians or knew what they were, but it didn't affect whether or not they were illegal. With that, we've been Queer as Fact. I'm Alice. I'm Eli. You can find us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr as Queer as Fact. And you can also email us directly at queerasfact at gmail.com. You can find all of our episodes on Podbean and on iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, we'd love it if you left us a review and a rating out of five stars, because it really helps us to reach a wider audience. We'll be back with our next mini episode on the 8th of June, when Eli will be talking to us about Willem Arondius, the Dutch World War II resistance fighter. And in the meantime, our next episode will be on the 15th of May, when I'll be talking about male homosexuality in ancient Rome. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then.